Welcome to the family with co-host Catherine Brandt, Rafael Bashir, MD, Hackmaster, Alex Bernard Rasmussen, and Andy Brandt Bernard. And now, coming up, we'll get the brilliant takes on things like the Super Bowl and other broadcast things from Kristen Burt right after this. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, and Doug Sprinthal. Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand-new vehicle. It's got bird's-eye parking. So when you're backing up, you hit the screen, and it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle. It is, And it's got ProPilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right. Be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. <laughs> so, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. a hell of a conversation you guys were having there. <laughs> well, the audience couldn't hear it, so they're fine. Oh, they couldn't? No. No, Mom and I could hear it. Yes, you could. It all works out in the end. So is Kristen ready to go? Uh-huh. Kristen Burt. Hello, how are you? I thought you just went, eh. That's what it sounded like. Why would she do that? Because that would be the shape really of the... Yeah. <laughs> No, the shape of the world. And a little bit creepy, crazy. maybe? Yeah, Kristen. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good oh, talking yeah. to you. <laughs> no, what a How are you? <laughs> How are you? Good. How so are what's you? What's the latest? Marv, did you watch the Super Bowl? I did watch the Super Bowl. Not really for the football, I watched for the halftime show and the commercials and right, some right. delicious snacks. Yeah, that's why 90% of people watch it. Gotta, delo- gotta love a delicious snack. We were just talking about that on the chat. Uh, growing up, I always remember Super Bowl parties, but the only part I actually remember was the Poop. chips and Poop. the yep. soda and, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Fitz bringing 50 pounds of meat over to grill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I make a buffalo chicken dip every year. I make it literally on the Super Bowl no other time during the year. And it's like the highlight of my football season because that's the only time. I sit down to watch football. Oh, there you go. 
good. For you you you'd be the person to ask this. It seems like in the past that when I've watched the super the, the halftime Super Bowl extravaganza, the choreography has been sort of uh, uninspired. Was it any better this year? It just didn't seem like you always know, say, "Oh, geez, let's move." It didn't seem that good. Would you have a critique? This year of it? was really tough because of the uh, the entire way uh, the the COVID safety protocols. Yeah. Because they weren't allowed to build a set in the middle of the field because it required so much crew. That's oh. why they pre-established a stage. So it changed everything about the halftime show. So I think for a lot of people it felt flat. I think like the last maybe 45 seconds when they finally all came out onto the field, it kind of felt big because they had all those great huh. overhead shots and everything. But I, I mm-hmm. think um, because of the situation this year, they just weren't able to do a big, huge Super Bowl halftime show the way they normally would. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, in your honor, I'm sitting here right today, you know, inspired by the Super Bowl, but in your honor, I'm wearing a jock strap on my head like they did at halftime. Oh, here's the other thing about this. Okay, this is this is really important to this story, too. Um, the weekend started this story with everyone going, what's the jock strap on everyone's head? That story started all the way back at the MTV Music Awards. So if you right. didn't follow him from the MTV Music Awards, the American Music Awards, to all his late-night appearances and watch his music videos, that halftime show made no sense to you. But if you understand, like, the storyline, because he was just talking about how we're always... I mean, he, he wanted to go deep, and, and some people will be snarky about this, but, you know, he was trying to say that people are constantly trying to change themselves to please others and social media and what that means. and. You know, in the end, all it does is make us soulless and it kills us. And the character died out there on the field at the very last second at the halftime show. So the character started at the MTV Music Awards, went and had all this plastic surgery, and then wound up dead in the end, or soulless, however you want to look at it, at the Super Bowl. Right. Interesting. Boy, I tell you what's so amazing about this whole situation is that 99% of people don't even know who the hell Weekend is. I mean, so many people... Oh, it's the weekend, not just weekend. It's the weekend. You know, I'm. I don't know if you know this or not, but I am married to the Catherine Brandt. I don't know if you know that or not. Don't you know who I am? Yep, the first. Yep. KB the first, baby. KB had some profound tweets about avocados. I don't know what was going on. Oh my God. What? Okay. What was happening? I was there. I was there. I witnessed it. Go ahead, honey. Oh, it just was on, for some reason on social media. Everybody was taking pictures of avocados and guacamole, like thousands and thousands of them. It was like, I know that guacamole is a big thing for the Super Bowl, but it was just ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's store bought guacamole. You fall into avocado Twitter? <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't see a single one. I'm like, am I missing a trend? Like what? I, I heard, like. <laughs> <laughs> something like that I don't know I just like I said I, I, the whole thing to me just being married to KB the first or the Catherine Brandt it's just <laughs> just an honor you know that's all I'm saying right yeah, you have, you are a, lot, a lot of people have K, KAB is a very common initial oh is it yeah so I was lucky to get anything Alexandra yeah no Alexandra Alexandra I'm KMB. That's another. Kristen Marie is a very common. Uh, I swear Marie is like the most common middle name. I know so many people with the middle name Marie. Let's see here. Uh, Number one in the United States. Marie? Yep. What What is it? Really? Marie Marie is? Yeah. Yeah. It's a really, really common middle name. 
I was named after my aunt, but I don't know why other people are randomly named Marie because it, it's so common. So Lin- common. Lindsay's middle name's Marie. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the telling you, domestic goddess. You can't. You keep that to yourself, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't tell anyone. No, my matter of fact, my uh, my mother's middle name was Marie. So there are a lot of Maries in the family, apparently. It all works out in the end. So I have a question for you. So did, you did watch the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. What did you think of the game, of the advertising? You already talked a little bit about how the everybody, everyone I talked to did not care for the halftime show at all. Really? Yeah, it was real mixed reviews. I, yeah. but I mean, he's got a lot of hits, so I think like that was at least entertaining. I just always like to take a look because it's such a hard show to put together. There's so many constraints to it. The sound was really terrible too. I think probably a lot of you <laughs> heard how muffled he sounds. But he was singing live, and he's one of the few artists like Gaga sang live, but most of the artists lip sync usually at the Super Bowl. Yep. So when you decide to sing live, you yeah. run the risk of the sound quality being off. Um, but I think the game, of course, was a complete blowout. Anyone who is going to bet against Brady was probably a bad idea. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And then in terms of commercials, I think they were pretty muted this year because, again, like some companies tried to be inspirational with like frontline workers, which is great, but I think we're all tired right, right now. We've just had COVID exhaustion. But there were some funny ones. The Jake from State Farm I loved with Drake and Paul Rudd. That one was really funny. Um we, I loved Michael B. Jordan in a bathtub, <laughs> pretending he was Alexa. Um, our, a friend of ours oh, was God. the woman in the bathtub, so I made my husband. My, my husband knows her well, and I said, will you please text her and like ask her about Michael B. Jordan and if he's that smoking hot in real life? <laughs> he's like, am I really texting oh. I'm like, yes. Really? I'm like, yes. And my husband's like, my wife wants to know if he's that smoking hot in real life. <laughs> Really nice, really nice. Way to go. So is he, but, what was uh, the answer? What would you say? What was the answer? The answer was 100% yes. Ah, <laughs> He's a smoke to, show. Come on. Good to know. <laughs> good for him. Yeah. <laughs> it is good for him, honestly. So. Um, but I'll, also, the ratings were, were down big time. They were down, I think, about 14%. So people were oh, not watching terrible. this particular and I think also, once the game kind of became a blowout in the first half, look at me sounding like I know what I'm talking about football-wise, um, I think a lot of people probably tuned out. Hmm. I think seems a lot like of people it. did. I think a lot of people didn't even bother to tune in in the first place. I didn't watch the game. I didn't watch any of the game. I just what had no interest Sunday? in it. Uh, just sat and stared at my wife and went, how did I ever get this oh lucky? Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Mom yeah, you know and emoji. T- Talk about creepy. <laughs> oh, the fact that I love your mother is creepy. No, if you just sat there and stared at her all day, weird. that would be creepy. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm going for a walk. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're weird. Wait a minute. So much yeah. support from your family, Tom. <laughs> yeah. They need to know the whole story. I did sit there for an hour and stare at my wife, but I also went, oh. Does Michael Bryant do divorces? I'm afraid, <laughs> oh, that's of, real nice. afraid of you now. I'm afraid, I'm afraid of you, so you now. Really appreciate You're it. terrified. I, I have a big question. Did everyone watch the Framing Britney Spears documentary? That was another oh, big no. trending topic this weekend, and it is 
brutal to watch. It's heartbreaking to watch, honestly. What, what are they we framing had, her uh, for? Who was what on about happening? that? What are they framing her uh, for? A gar- legal guardianship expert who I don't know if he was actually involved in it. Peter J. Strauss on uh, Thursday. We had him on and we talked about the documentary. Oh, yeah. You know, how, like, is the conservatorship necessary and is she really that, you know, far gone, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah. Yeah, and and that's a lot of what the the documentary dives into. And this was done by the New York Times, just kind of throwing it out there that it's not a random person kind of doing this documentary. Um, But I, I think what was interesting about it is that the type of conservatorship that she has not only is about financial decisions, but it's over her entire personal well-being, yep. and uh, she can't even make her own medical decisions. But I think that what they were saying is oftentimes this is reserved for people who are at the end stages of their lives or someone who maybe uh, has Alzheimer's and mm-hmm. obviously can't take care of themselves. And um, a lot of people are questioning whether it needs to be this strict and it also talks about how the media played into this and how um, people around her played into this. Uh, it's it's a really hard look and, and how we're all sort of culpable in the downfall of Britney Spears. It was a really interesting perspective on it. Makes you think. Yeah. What is her diagnosis? Is it? It's not just bipolar, is it? Well, that I mean, her her medical diagnosis has not been revealed, and in oh, fact, it, hasn't. Um, mm. it has not. And, and speculation is that she is bipolar, and I. I think, you know, anyone who knows someone who's bipolar can see what mania looks like. And I think sometimes people see her manic stages on social media because she does have control over her Instagram account. Uh. But um, I think that even one of her lawyers said I wasn't even able to get my hands on her medical records. The judge would not let me have them uh, to try and represent her at one point. Uh. And I think it's really difficult because other people say that there's She's bipolar, but there may be a layer to something else there. But even the most extreme case of bipolar disorder, you wouldn't have an absolute conservatorship like that. That's correct. That's that's very excessive. What's the documentary question? Yeah. Highly recommended, though. It's really well done. It's about an hour and fifteen minutes. Pretty short, pretty quick. And honestly, it could have gone a little bit longer, but um, it's on Hulu. If anyone wants to take a look at it, I like it. Works for me. We shall take a break and be right back in just a couple of minutes with the family. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO from North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, you work with many different types of businesses. Can you tell me about one of them? Absolutely. Real Fishing was started by a young entrepreneurial couple here in the Twin Cities. They offer guided fishing services during the open water season and ice house rentals in the winter. They came to us with a great idea for their business, but not a lot of experience in getting one off the ground. Now that they're up and running, they've told us how much they appreciate that we listen to their ideas for their business and help them work through all of the contingencies that could come. Knowing that we will be here to help them every step of the way with the capital they need. Yeah, they're not going to get that at just any bank. You need Bilski. Tommy, our whole team at all of the branches take pride in providing outstanding customer service and are ready to help our clients when they need us most. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. The 2021 Bloomington Boat Show is here and going on now. Over 60 boats on display from Premier, Avalon, Berkshire, Alumacraft, and more. 
Over 25,000 square feet means the biggest inventory, the best dealer incentives, and limited-time factory rebates. Since there's a pretty good chance you'll be spending 2021 distancing, do it on the family boat you want. Register to win a new Suzuki outboard valued at $5,000. Suzuki, the ultimate outboard. Shop boats, safe distance, and see what's new for 2021 in a heated 25,000-square-foot showroom at Dan Southside Marine in Bloomington. The biggest inventory means you get the boat you want, rigged the way you wanted it, with every rebate and incentive available. Ask about the new Alumacraft competitor FSX, the best new fish ski crossover on the market. It's the 2021 Bloomington Boat Show at Dan Southside Marine, located six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. See, you hear me rocking out? That's the song. Indeed it is, but I keep forgetting there's a little delay, so I shouldn't do that. Yeah. Fawn and Sage, you got their Valentine's cards. They did. They're covered in stickers now, so if you... If your house is covered with little heart stickers and Pikachu stickers, you know why. How do you know that they're covered in stickers? Because Michael already sent me pictures. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it is all I have to say to you. That's good. It is good, don't you think? Yes. They look very, very happy with their stickers, but uh, you think it's going to going to work for you? What having stickers what? all over my house? Yeah, thanks a lot. Yes, now I, get I think to she's peel... very used to. <laughs> now I get to peel stickers off of everything I own for the next four days. Oh, believe me, you were Indeed. just like that when you were their age. Oh, I know. No, I gave well. them a bunch of. I gave them a bunch <laughs> of good. Valentine stickers yesterday because we worked on Fun's Valentines for uh-huh. her classmates because they're both having Valentine parties for their little classes that they're in this week, and so I just bought some random stickers. And yeah, there's jo- there's always stickers all over everything. Yep. <laughs> Uh, a little tip is a little bit of lemon essential oil will take off any sticker. Yes, yes. Most yes. stickers are well, not. There you have Most it. stickers are not difficult to get off anyway. But every once in a while, you run into one where you're like, yeah. "What is this made of?" Yeah. Well, when they make them right. for kids, especially, they should yeah. make them as removable as possible. Yeah. They know what kids are going to do. Yeah. But some of them, it's like they put gorilla yeah. glue on the. Yes, they do. Gorilla. Oh, like the woman that did it to her hair. Yeah, we were talking oh about my that. Gosh. Yes, so yes. crazy. Yes. I think she's just oh, probably dear. going to have to start all over again. Oh, God, yeah. Shave her, her hair. Yeah. Her hair is gone, I don't yeah. even... Her scalp. I just can't even imagine uh, the state of her scalp. I know. I would think her skin hurt. Yeah, she's so sensitive. I know. <sighs> I felt bad. Wasn't don't. her best decision. <laughs> you feel bad for her? Wait, whoa, whoa. You feel, feel bad for her that she made such a, a mistake? Yeah, you know what? Women in hair, I think it's really... It's a tough thing because if you have to shave off all of her hair... <laughs> Even if you made, oh, yeah. even if it's your fault and you made a bad decision, it's tough. And yeah. you know, I've I've had friends yeah. who are uh, had to shave their hair for cancer, and it's such an emotional decision, and it's emotional when it grows back in. And so I do have some empathy towards that. Yeah. Well, someone with someone going through cancer, and you fear you're fearing for your life and fearing whether your hair will grow back. Yeah. Her hair's gonna, but this woman's hair gonna grow back. So it's it's you know, year from now, it will. It but it's still, shame, I think the there's still gonna be anxiety about having yeah. to shave your head no matter what you're going through there's yes. anxiety in that yes yeah how old was she or is she well let's see gorilla glue like girl 
Yeah, are we talking about a 17-year-old girl, or are we talking about a 40-year-old who absolutely should know better, or... I want she's to say very she's young, like actually. 25 from the photos I saw. That's 25 years. Yeah. probably yeah. old enough to know better. Yeah. I would say so. By the way, she's a very attractive young woman, so she was just okay. trying to... Oh, Jesus. Why there do you hate it so much when I give women a compliment? Because every single woman ever, you have to comment on the way she looks. It's like, okay. No, I she, do no, not. She's I either, just only uh, do when they look she, good. No, she's either very attractive or looks like a horse's ass or something like that. Like, okay. Okay. I never said that. Never said that, that about a woman. Oh, I never, ever in my life. You, okay, horse-faced, he says all the time. No, I do not. Yeah, that horse that face. pretty easily. Yeah, horse-faced or huh. look at how much... You know, she must weigh as much as a pickup truck, kind of st- like you nah, say stuff like never that happened. all the time. No, I do you not. You always You're have lying. to comment on the way any woman looks ever, and it's like, why even? Why bring it up? Why talk about it? Just this is not true because of balance in the Tom, universe. It's not true in the least. Saint, first of all, all no, like I not true at all. <laughs> all the women are like, what is not true at all? The only thing I can ever remember saying about a woman who was not pretty was, boy, she's a goddamn disaster. Yeah, exactly. No, I didn't say that either. I'm sure you have <laughs> many times. You guys are mean to People me. People are saying so that she's me? 40, but I don't know if that's true. Oh, I don't know. If she's She doesn't look 40. If she's 40. She should absolutely know better. I would hope so, yes. If, yeah. yeah, exactly. If you're 40, you should know better. I would certainly agree. Yeah, don't uh, put glue on your head. Tessica you ever done that? Brown, that's her name. Yeah, Tessica's her name. That's exactly. Now she's suing. Uh, she's suing Gorilla Glue. Oh my God! Of course she is. How yeah, can you, you sue Gorilla Glue? The bat. I don't understand. I can. I can well, feel yeah. sorry for her that she probably will have to start over with her hair. But yes. Really? Well, it, it's it's not, it'd be not, like if you drank it. Yeah, right. if you drank it, it doesn't say don't drink it. Yeah. They use it for hairspray. They're like, I'm going to use this as eye drops. Yeah, really. Doesn't say you can't put it in your eyes. Oh, no, my eye. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Very good Jim Gaffigan. uh, That was a very good Jim Gaffigan (laughs) impression. Thank you. (laughs) Toothpaste. I'm going to use this as toothpaste. It's just like there's a lot of things you just shouldn't. People are. Oi. Yeah. It's it's a bad decision. Let's just say that. Boy, mm-hmm. now I got to ask Kristen this as well. Why did Seth Rogen go after that guy who accidentally shampooed his hair with dog shampoo? Why would Rogen go after him like he did? Do you get that? That doesn't make. No, I don't. I, that doesn't make sense at all. Like, was Have he you bored? Seen what he said like, about that's him? what I think about. Like, sometimes I feel Seth Rogen yeah. has, during quarantine and this whole COVID year has been spending time making like ashtrays and pottery so i think he has a lot of time on his hands yeah but i mean the guy didn't the guy made a mistake a couple of times and washed his hair with dog shampoo how was he the worst human being on earth because of that i don't get it i think it might have been a a window of seth being able to talk about how dumb he is or something like not it doesn't have anything to do with dog shampoo it's just it was a he's just a hateful person a softball into his Apparent stupidity. Humor. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, I just think, like, again, if you wash your dog in the same shower that you bathe in, if you had it there and you just didn't look and grabbed it, you could totally... Right. I mean, I've grabbed conditioner and put conditioner on my hair before shampoo just because 
It happens. Yep. You're tired. You grab it. Oh, 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 wait. You did? I, I'm going to attack you on Twitter right yep. now. Attack. Kristen Birch, dumb idiot. for putting <laughs> conditioner on her hair. First. <laughs> what what, a a what kind of person? She's clearly an imbecile. <laughs> Dog shampoo. Yeah, exactly. And add something in about an avocado or something. Yeah. Picture, yeah. Here's a picture of an avocado <laughs> to prove my point. Hashtag avocado there lover. <laughs> Love it. I don't get the point. I mean, it's shampoo. Uh, uh, it's it, soap. It's not going to hurt you. Yes. Per- and it's pretty much no. exact. It might be exactly the same as the shampoo you use. Exactly. 100%. It makes Why no sense. Why he got so upset, I will never understand. I use... I, you don't want... I use people Very, shampoo on my dogs. See? There you go. You're you so fool. Yeah, this dog Twitter is attacking your poor dog. Yeah. It makes no sense. I mean, is that, is, why are people so completely talented? Why are they so vicious and violent? Well, Seth Rogen is not know. a good person. No, he's There's not. That. He's a horrible human being. He's a guy who knows he shouldn't be anywhere near as popular because he has no talent whatsoever. Yeah, pure luck he's not how funny he at all. As, Big as he did. Well, he used dog shampoo yeah. for the last few months. He used it until the that's bottle not... ran out, apparently. Well, that's like, I could see oh, if yeah. I put if I put dog shampoo in our shower and just put it there, I don't think Dan would ever notice, because I just, I'm no, the one I that wouldn't. buys the shampoo, and I would put it up there, and yeah. that's what he would use. Like, he wouldn't, I don't know that he would look. Not yep. that he doesn't pay attention, but he just trusts me to put human shampoo in our shower, and why would I have dog shampoo in our shower? You know, well, and uh, yeah. pretty much any uh, any I don't know equestrian would tell you mane and tail. Yep, yep, that's good stuff. It's everyone, good stuff. everyone who has horses loves mane and tail. Yeah. It's a horse yeah. shampoo, but apparently, pretty much, if you have horses, you use it on yourself too, because that's just what mm-hmm. what you do. It makes your hair silky. Yeah, <laughs> it makes your mane look very <laughs> nice. Well, whoever wants shiny hair, it's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, exactly. I love that. It makes your hair Oh, Gorilla Glue uh, issued a response. Oh, what's that? It just says, let me see here. Uh, They're sorry to hear about Brown. Brown, God, Brown. That's a hard word to say it today. Mishap. They remind the public that warning labels on their products advise to not swallow, do not get in eyes, skin, or on clothing. Mm Mm-hmm. They wished her the very best after seeing she had sought medical attention. Uh, we're glad to see in her recent video that Miss Brown has received medical treatment from her local medical facility and wish her the best. Well, okay. So then. apparently they're not offering her free cases of Gorilla well, Glue for life. She'll sue it. Cause She's she'll, suing them. Because she'll use it as <laughs> eardrops. And <laughs> My ears get loose. Fungus cream and... Who knows yeah, exactly. What else? <laughs> Put it on exactly a loofah. <laughs> Use it as seasoning right. and cooking. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, I got to ask uh, Ralph and Kristen a question. So I'm going to pretend that I'm the the commissioner of uh, of the NFL, Roger Goodell. Okay. okay Roger. So I'm sitting at my desk right now. Picture me sitting at my desk, and I'm running the entire NFL. So the Super Bowl's coming up, and a lot of football fans will be watching the game on television. And football fans, we'd like to appeal to football fans and, and draw them in. So what do football fans really, really like? I mean, they love football. They like to have a beer watching the game, maybe some you know, chips, maybe some pizza. How about some poetry? Who the hell's idea was that? Poetry. To have a, 
Oh, a woman read Amanda poetry Gorman. before the... What a joke yeah. that was. What? I, what? It makes it... What, they're turning into a literary experience? I don't... What was it that, was Kristen? Very, what is that all about? I, well, it was um, the same poet that read at... Um, at inauguration. Biden's inauguration, thank you. And right, so Amanda right. Gorman... And it actually was short. She was not there in person. It was a pre-taped segment, although they were honoring frontline workers, and those three frontline workers were... Um, there on the field. One of them did the coin toss. So it was just a quick introduction to the whole segment. I actually thought it was well done because it wasn't too long. It wasn't too much. And I think they read? wanted to... She, she created it. She used to be a poet, so she wrote her own poem and then did it remotely. It was a pre-taped part and then they introduced the three frontline heroes and then one of the heroes did the coin toss and then the game started. Hmm. And then did did one of the lines was his beginning line to the poem? There was a man from Nantucket. There's a poem that would. How did you know that it was a limerick? <laughs> of course, it was a because, because because we know that uh, football fans don't understand haikus. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That yeah, that's very true. It had to be a limerick. No, honestly, it was a very short segment. Um, on the the bigger part of it, honestly, was introducing the frontline heroes and then going into the coin toss so it was a pop culture moment it's, you know them trying to um embrace diversity as well i think is, is a part of what they're trying to do but um it didn't bug me at all honestly there were plenty of other things about the super bowl that bugged me versus that yeah that's <laughs> was, what i hear was it trying to include uh, was it employment diversity or was it a racial diversity or cultural diversity or was it all three well, I think, you know, what they're trying to talk about is Black Lives Matter. I mean, that's been something that the NFL has tried to do all season long, embrace, which is weird because Kaepernick tried to do it years ago and still doesn't have a job because of it. But, um, you know, they've embraced it the way they want to in their own sort of way, shape, and form, and I think that this was a part of it. What a waste of time That's all I've got to say. What do you think? If they really wanted to add some diversity to the NFL, they would have had an Asian up there. <laughs> or a Mexican. Exactly. Or a Mexican. How many Asians and Mexican, Mexicans do you true. see in the NFL? Mm. Not many. That's it's true. Like it's not, not about many. diversity. Way to go, Kristen. Your people. I don't know why I threw it out there because <laughs> it, make, it makes, makes no sense whatsoever. I just you're, threw it out there. You're half Asian and half Mexican, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm from Boston. I like it. <laughs> oh, no, i got to ask you that because you only got about one minute left in this segment. From Boston, now Michael Bryant, our attorney, uh, is from Boston, and he was just fired up to watch Tom Brady and Gronk play in the Super Bowl, so he was as fired up as if it were the Patriots. Were you that fired up? I was not. I don't really care about football whatsoever. Um, but if I oh, never mind team, then. I was okay. like, well, of course it's Brady. But it was exciting that, like, Grom came out of retirement to play, and, like, this is a team that no one's given, like, two thoughts about for years, and they make it to the Super Bowl. And, by the way, they win. Oh. And, by the way, they won yeah. big, too. I, I but think... that's Boston sports for you. We're the best no matter where they are. <laughs> is, is it possible there could be there could have been some predetermined outcomes along the way? Mm. Oh. I know a lot of people were saying, oh, I don't get upset oh. by that. I was like, I don't, I, there's politics in every bit of sport, yeah. well, so read into no it what you want. It. Well, 
Yeah, and and is professional wrestling any less entertaining because the, the results might be predetermined? Mm-hmm. No. No. Ooh, no. I mean, we got to take a break it's a and think great about show. it. Indeed, we'll be back in two minutes for the last. It's always the last segment with Christine. Oh no! Any time, it's always the last segment. What happened? Why did you burn through it so quickly? What That's what I want to know. Jude we'll be right back in just a couple. What? What? What are you doing? Wow! He ate something under your chair, and now he's licking. There's nothing under Sticking his tongue out repeatedly. What are you talking about? We'll be right back. Jesus. Jude is overacting like a nutcase again. <laughs> Jesus. Every day now in the nine o'clock hour, I'm interviewing someone, and I hear in the background, rawr, rawr, rawr. they go, "Oh, you've got a dog." Oh, huh? I heard yeah. this cat's whispering. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Tom, what are you doing? We'll be right back. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com because life is expensive enough. There are definitely things to avoid during a Minnesota winter, like licking a flagpole or waiting too long to replace that car battery. But number one on the list is taking a chance on your furnace. Hey, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, reminding you that a furnace clean and tune will improve efficiency, reliability, and peace of mind. Or maybe it's time to take advantage of Sabre's rebates and upgrade to an energy-efficient Bryant system. Don't take chances on your comfort. Visit SabreHeating.com. Sabre and Bryant. Whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Catherine uh, just got up to take Jude somewhere. I don't know what. But he comes in here to do. He cannot wait to do the podcast. He just loves to do the podcast. And then he kind of roams around looking for stuff to eat. There's nothing to eat. And yet he still gets this weird look on his face like, I think I'm going to be ill. (laughs) I don't feel good. Oh, my God. What a pain (laughs) in the ass. We love you, Jude, but you're a massive pain in the ass sometimes. That's all I've got to say. Are you going to be all right, Alex? Yes, I will make it. There you go. You're going to make it. I I'm glad got, to hear I that. I had to sneeze. It happens. I know. I'm not. The, you don't have to argue with everything I say. I said, I hope you feel better. You didn't say that. What have you I and the uh, family been working through? Here's how Tom sucks. Did he ever say, I hope you yeah, feel better? Yeah. I didn't hear it. It was oh, in his God. body language. It was between the lines. Kristen, save me. Save me from my own daughter. Is Uh-oh. Kristen gone? She Kristen. should be there still. I'm here. Well, I don't oh, think okay. oh, there she is. Oh, are you taking a nap? I, I was, no, I had mute on and I started talking and I'm like, no one can hear me. Um, I just was saying you're being attacked from all angles today. 
I know. It's just a disaster, Chris, and I don't know what the hell I did. All I do is give, 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 and this is how I get treated. You know what I mean? Try to banish the dog from the studio. Well, don't do it. Keep well, his nose that out really was business. an entertaining conversation. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, laugh it up. You laugh it up, sister. You would, what a, it's, just, it's like every family, though. It happens. Like, the wives are always like, come on, come on. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what do I do? Honest to God, every nine o'clock guest I have in the KQ Morning Show. Oh, you have a dog, huh? Because Jude's always barking at something <laughs> no, in the not, nine o'clock hour. Barks. Not always barking. Always in the nine o'clock hour. He does Judy. it on occasion. Judy. Every That's so all I have often. to say. You know what I'm saying. So uh, there's nothing new, by the way. I, I checked for people who might be interested. There's nothing new on the Buffalo Clinic shooting. He, ha- The suspect has been detained, as we pointed out earlier, but nothing new so far on why he set off a bomb and opened fire at a health clinic in Buffalo, Minnesota. All right. We yeah. don't know. You know, Kristen, this is getting awfully old with all this violence and yes. people acting like psychopaths. And what are we going to do? Did you hear about the carjacking guy and... Minneapolis that got shot in the face. No, what happened? This guy was like, he escaped out into his car to watch YouTube videos because I think the kids were driving him nuts or something like that. And he was just sitting in his car looking at YouTube videos. And then all of a sudden, four people came over and shot him in the face, trying to take his car. But they wanted to take his car. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yet another carjacking. Up something like what two hundred percent or something? It's, it's just crazy. ridiculous. Might even be worse than that. Come to think of it, yeah, Kristen. I don't know what we're going to do about this uh, because there are no rules for anything. Uh, you can go ahead and kill somebody, and we don't. We won't give you a bail. You can just get out of prison until they prove that you're actually a murderer. Uh, it's just unbelievable. What What is wrong with people? Do you think? I, I do. I, I think we talked about this a lot between the internet and social media. It really has fueled people who already have bad ideas Mm -hmm. in their head because they're able to not only connect with other people who have bad ideas, um, but also they're able to get information. You know, if you were someone who would say, like, I want to build a bomb, well, it's right there at your fingertips now. Where before you have to probably find a person, send away for information, write a letter, you know, the process was slowed down. I can now get it in two seconds and have all the information that I need. Actually, the Anarchist Handbook has all that information in it, and it's been available in libraries forever. Forever, yeah. I mean, it's really that. But I still have to go to the library, or I'd have to go to the bookstore and buy it. It's easier now. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's easier. easier. Mm -hmm. It is easier. Don't you think also Republicans and Democrats, all political people, matter of fact, they appeal through digital to the dumbest human beings they can find because stupid people will agree with anything you tell them to. Yep. It's oh, just sad. <laughs> no, it's really sad because they both need, I mean, both parties will get us to believe, like, if you don't vote for our party, then this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you let the right, Republicans in power, right. this is going to happen. If you let the Democrats in power... And I do think a lot of people become one-issue voters on both sides. But, you know, we can argue eight ways till Sunday about the abortion issue. And, um, you know, it's still still here. It's still, you know, abortions are still legal. And how long have the Republicans sort of banked on all of this? If they make people one-issue voters. But here's what I don't understand about that, and I'm not, I, you know, you do what you do or whatever, but I do not understand government-funded medical like that. 
I mean, if you got pregnant, that's on you. Why do we have to pay for it is the only problem. I don't know anything about abortions. I've never been involved in one. You do what you do. And I, look, I got no problem with whatever. I just don't understand why I have to pay for it. Yeah. Is that no, fair? but I do think we need. I do think we need programs for education, and I think that's what's been yeah, lacking big time. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. Well, what kind of education? Because birth control well, education I, and and uh, uh, prevention of uh, communicable diseases is part of a high school and uh, maybe even middle school curriculum now. So, what more education how about those do people pesky- need? And parents should actually parents step be up, yes. right? Because should. because parents step up. But there are, I mean, if you go to certain schools and they're not teaching every single option that is available, and under, people need to understand right. what abortion is, people need to understand what adoption is if you get pregnant, people need to understand what birth control is, people need to understand what abstinence is, um, and right. understanding even within birth control, which ones protect you against you know, sexually transmitted diseases. And, you know, I go back to my own sex ed education, and I'm like, it really was, I mean, hopefully it's more comprehensive now, but I mean, it was real piecemeal. It was. You're absolutely right. I mean, I never forget the health class. Instead of talking about that, I get to sit there with my classmates and watch some guy wash his butt. I was like, yeah, oh. I know how to do that. Hmm. Why do you have to show me this video? I'm good. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, in health class. When I was in, when I was 16, we sat there for an hour and watched a guy like wipe his butt with a washcloth. For a half an hour? hour. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was for ridiculous. Wow. Sat there. So, I don't think that's, that was health class. I, I think that was, you know, I think that creepy was Mr. washing butts for morons. <laughs> but it was health class. <laughs> you want to hear In the best part of it? What age were you? Like, how do you not know? I was 16. Okay. I was 16 years um, old. This mm-hmm. hope you know how to wipe your butt when you're 16. <laughs> hope so. I got to tell you the best part of it, though. You want to hear the best part? <laughs> We had a kid from Panama who who moved from Panama to Minnesota, and his name was Boris. And I will never forget, you know, the old projectors, they would bring the projectors in with yes. the reels and all that, mm-hmm. right? And Boris was a really great guy, but he couldn't speak English all that clearly. So it was kind of dim, and he wanted him to focus the picture. Oh. And he kept going, fuck us, fuck us. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's focus. Let's go with focus. Well, close enough, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose it was close enough. But yeah, this this whole health class was about the proper way to take a shower. If you don't know how to take a shower by the time you're 16, yeah. you got problems. It's a problem. Yeah. Right, well. well, did you know that um, uncircumcised teenage boys are like the highest risk of infection? Yes, they are. Because yes. they, they don't, don't they don't peel that thing back. Correctly, yes. yeah. peel it back, man. Yeah. Peel it back. Oh, watch oh, that. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh! Now you're making me a little sick here. So, they're, so, they're, so they're not giving proper uh, education with regards to uh, hygiene. They need the yeah, what, exactly. they need the butt washing video. Yes, they do. Yeah, like, they need the butt washing video. The hour video. long butt washing video. Brought to you by Waterpick. Yeah. Your foreskin, exactly. foreskin cleaner. Yeah. Foreskin flush. <laughs> Foreskin flush. Foreskin flush. Clean your right out. You'll be like good. Summer summer probably, not. probably inv- Yeah, we can invent some sort of a yeah, device like for that. Yeah, Make a tic- million dollars. Buy ticket it. out of this hellhole. Buy it's our it. ticket out. <laughs> Buy it for like your fifteen-year-old uncircumcised sons. <laughs> you know, it's going to be right up there now. I. 
I guarantee you by the end of the day, when you look at what people have watched on the internet, it's going to be Tom's butt-washing video. It's going to be number one. Well, I, hope, I hope it's not Tom's butt-washing <laughs> video. No, not that one. Not that way, no. I mean. Yeah. Tom watched the butt-washing video that Tom watched. How about that? That'd be good. Tom, I, told, I thought I told you to erase that. Put that under your private account. <laughs> you need a password for that. And by the way, we also, when I was 16 years old, they made us watch Reefer Madness to prove oh, how horrible yeah. marijuana yeah. was. Oh, my God. Yeah, we had to watch that, too. <laughs> People, this maniacal laugh. Like, running Jesus. Around. I know. It, it was, was not well acted. No, no, it was not at all. <laughs> it didn't look, doesn't look like the people in Denver at all. Uh, no, at no, all. you're absolutely right about that. <clears throat> what the hell are you going to do, right? What do I know? But in any case, all, all we need to do is talk about my education, and it's no wonder that I'm so so just really sharp as a tack. Is it with that education? What do you yep. think? I think I think they did a great job. They did well. They didn't have any butt washing <laughs> videos at Catholic school. They weren't going to show a guy's no. butt crack in no, Catholic they school. No. That's no, a hygiene class. Yeah. That's a hygiene class. Hygiene class versus sex ed is totally different. Mm. Oh, there's a yeah. spe- separate hygiene. No, come on. No, it's all it's all rolled it's, in. No, this it's was, this units was of health class. Those all. are different yes. units of health class. Yeah. Yeah. At private school, we didn't do sex ed, nor did we do health class. So, was it a parochial? I did it middle school. No, I went to prep school, but my I did go to public middle school, and I had sex ed. Mm. Yeah, but I, I guess I missed all the hygiene. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Lessons. Well, that, basically, Chris, now we know that Kristen doesn't know. Now you know how to wash. You know, bring bring your yeah, bring your uh, you know your little salt. What's the, what did they call the the vinaigrette with you when you're around Kristen? Yeah. So you know, hold on your nose. Yeah. It, yeah, because like, I Boy, never shower, never. Never, ever. Boy, look at the time. Look at the time. Time to wrap her up now as we talk about the unhygienic Kristen Burke. Oh, no, <laughs> poor Kristen. My new I see. adjective. I see. Lucky me. Yeah. I see a communist, now I just know. I see us. Smelly communist. communist. I see us in the whirlpool. Us in the toilet. The world has been flushed. The whirlpool's spinning around. We're going down the drain. Love it. All right, Kristen, always a great pleasure. We've got to get you back on the KQ Morning Show again because I, I, we got to get more and more exposure of you on the KQ Morning Show. We got to Sounds do good. Hit me up. Get me on the schedule. All right. All right, Pally. Behave. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot. Bye. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen. She's terrific. I love working with her so much. Yes. Very pleasant. And she's just nice. She's very understanding. No matter if you can talk about wiping your butt or whatever, she goes, yeah, I understand. No matter yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of wiping your yeah. butt. You she leave their comfort zone and they just shut up. Yeah, she certainly has a broad range. Yeah, she has <laughs> a broad range. Picture of podcast tolerance, certainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, she is. There's absolutely. no question about it. Anybody have any closing statements they need to make? Keep your butt clean and move on. Wear your butt and foreskin and good night. Wear a condom. And let me be very, very clear because there would be some news organizations are going to say that I'm anti-abortion. I am not anti-abortion. I just want to have to pay for your lifestyle. And, and that's, that's all I'm saying. Enough. And I don't want to pay for this passive genocide of people of color. <clears throat> mm. Because yeah, well, there most, you go. most of the abortions are uh, people yeah, of color. Yeah, you're right. And that's the woman who genocide. started plan. The woman who started Planned Parenthood. That was her plan: is to get rid of black people. People don't know Lord. that, do they? No. 
Well, that's true, though, isn't it? That's tough to listen to. That's tough to listen to. Yeah. So uh, that's what I've read that in many, many places. So I'm assuming it's true. But so that's I don't know, man. Like I said. They can't sue if it's true. I love the headline. We'll close with the headline what today. The hell? What she said. What was that? I didn't see In the that. national news. What? Okay. I, that's not what I said. You just got all weird. What are you talking about? I said you can't assume it's true. And then you said you can't sue if it's true. Well, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I mean, who cares? Who cares about that? All right, I'm leaving. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. Bye. Bye.